my image of consultant, very cliche, but was like very lone wolf, very ambitious, but then also really not really super collaborative. So that's one myth I would like to really uh, tackle because our reality is so different. I think it's really so deep in the mindset of the Thomas to to support each other. I think that's that's a very big um, yeah myth about consulting in general. Uh, that uh, yeah, it's completely the opposite of what we're experiencing at. at Hello everyone and welcome on this new episode of the Tomcast. My name is Jean-Marc. And hi, my name is Emily. And today we meet you for a new episode of this podcast, as I said. Um, maybe, Emily, can you tell us a bit more about the topic of today? Yes. So the topic is, as usual, a very interesting one. Um, today we're going to speak about human capital and interim in a, in a consulting way. So that means that we'll have more explanation about Human capital, we call it like that, which is a bit linked to HR, but Stephanie will help us understand that. And also interim, which seems weird when you speak about consulting, but I will also help you understand that. So we have in the studio today Stephanie Duchemin to help us uh, w understand all this question I've just been talking about. Hi, Stephanie. Hello. <laughs> Hi. So can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Yes, uh, so I'm responsible for human capital uh, at uh, Customer Collective. So Customer Collective is the group uh, under which uh, we are one of the biggest entities is the house marketing. So together we aim at uh, yeah, helping a CMO with all of their uh, challenge. And then my role most specifically is really to attract and, and nurture uh, the talent yeah, in the group, but then also in each of the entities. Um, maybe yeah, a bit of background. Uh, so I worked... Uh, Uh, since 10 years at the house marketing so time flies wow. when you're having fun and uh, my my background is actually a, a marketeer I started as a consultant I worked myself on a lot of projects um, and uh, before that I worked uh, eight years at Toyota also in different marketing function so this is um, there's also a, still a marketeer deep inside me uh, which helps in my current function as well but then since 2014 I'm not working on project anymore but still very much with marketeers which I think is super interesting uh, so voilà in a nutshell Okay, so human capital, we know that in, in all companies, but uh, can you explain us a little bit the specificities in, in the consulting world? Mm -hmm. Of course, I cannot compare because I only worked uh, in, in HR in, in, in our industry, but when I hear about yeah, colleagues or how it's, uh, it's done in other companies, I think it's indeed very different. And sometimes I have the impression I'm, I'm completely doing a different job hmm. um, with a lot of positive aspects. I think uh, it starts very early on in the recruitment, for example, We don't recruit for uh, an open position or FTE that needs to be filled in. We recruit based on potential because we always know that when we have a great consultant, we also have the great project for that person. So I think that's already in the starting point. It, it's very different. Um, I think another aspect making it different is that yeah, the consultant very often work at the client, so completely remote, even before COVID. And that means that we also need to pay extra attention to the fact that they need to have this sense of belonging and also see the Tomers and the, as their colleagues and, and on top of the colleagues that they have at the client. So there's a very conscious um, 
yeah, actions and plans that need to be taken to make it happen. It can be very formal, it can be very informal, more fun aspect, but just to make sure that there's a sense of belonging and also that everybody's very approachable and can share the knowledge uh, so that, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel anytime that you have a question, uh, but also so that um, our clients can also benefit from yeah, the skills and the experience and the knowledge of all of the Thomas, um, even if they have only one working for them on, on their project. So I think that's also a, a different in, in the mindset, right? That you don't see each other every day, but that we still want to make sure that you, uh, that you connect. Um, and then I think another thing that makes it very special, but also super nice for me as, as a head of human capital is that the I mean, it's an incredible team of super motivated people. So my role is never to motivate the people on the country. Sometimes I have to say, okay, <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> uh, and and that makes it uh, such a nice um, thing for me to, to see people grow and develop and uh, take initiative and and, and really um, yeah evolve as, as a drill, also as professional and yeah providing an environment that facilitates that. It yeah, makes it, of course, very nice. So, so we hear a, a very much a passionate about the topic. So we're wondering with Jean-Marc, why did you at one point decide to stop doing some uh, marketing project and working 100% on the human capital side? Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit atypical. But on the other hand, there's in the in the human capital team, there's several of us that follow the same path. Uh, I think, it, as I said, uh, it's nice as a marketeer um, to also leverage your skills in a different way. So, for example, for me, it helps in the recruitment, also in the staffing, so understanding which uh, consultant work for each which project to really have a grasp of you know what's going on and what are the skills, what are the competences, so that, that really helps. Um, and yeah, my personal story is that I was already as a consultant very much involved into campus recruitment. Um, so already had one foot into uh, human, uh, one feet, right, into human capital. Uh, but then I, I really uh, just got a chance um, to take up this new role. And uh, I can still uh, practice my, uh, my marketing skills as well, huh? because also in human capital, you work a lot on a project base. Uh, there's also some links to be made between, um, yeah, employee experience and customer experience. So it's not that different, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, so for the listeners, you were talking about campus recruitment. It's we can explain a bit what it is. Yeah. So. Um, it's a it's an internal project to help to to hire the new potential uh, consultant of of here it's the house of marketing mm -hmm. of course but that really is as you say a bit of already human capital by s selecting and uh, meeting all these new uh, potential yeah. um, uh, colleagues so people know yeah. what campus recruitment it's, is. it's employer branding huh? and mm -hmm. employer branding and branding it's not that there's a huge difference huh? mm -hmm. it's it's basically uh, one in the story yeah yeah great project by the way <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> I did it two times. Uh, <laughs> so it's like Tom's classes, uh, more I think awareness on Tom, mm -hmm. and then uh, the, the the case day, more like conversion, let's say. It's, uh, um, so it it gives already a, a clear vision about uh, human capital in consulting world. Um, I, I wonder, is there any any myth or? Um, yeah, think usual thoughts that uh, you like to break mm -hmm. around this 
yeah. human capital aspect of, of the consulting world. Indeed, there's a lot. And I can also speak for myself because I worked at Toyota, so in an industry in a more traditional marketing setup before uh, changing roles. So there's a lot of different things. My image of consultant, uh, very cliche, but was like very lone wolf, uh, very ambitious, but then also really not really super collaborative. So that's one myth I would like to really uh, tackle because our reality is so different. I think it's really so deep in the mindset of the Thomas to to support each other. I mean, we do see that happening on a, on a daily basis and not because, um, yeah, we have nothing else to do, but really because we, it's the mindset that we know that if I can uh, help you today, tomorrow, I know that you will help me and support me. So I think that's, that's a very big um, yeah, myth about consulting in general uh, that, uh, yeah, it's completely the opposite of what we're experiencing at, at Tom. I have another uh, question actually uh, around this topic. So uh, you're head of uh, capital here. Um, so you collaborate with other top managers who have other uh, priorities in mind. Mm -hmm. It's also a business, so it has, to, it has to run. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you collaborate with them to make sure that um, you, you can find a win-win with them, that yeah. we, we stay um, performance as a business and at the same time don't become wolves, like yeah. you just said? And it, it's, it's it's super important. And wolves, it doesn't mean that we are not ambitious. Huh? Collectively, we do our, we are ambitious and we want to set the bar high for ourselves and we want to be a very performance-driven company. But you see what I mean? You can do that in the mindset of working together rather than putting people apart. And so I think, and that... I don't have it. I think everybody in the management team is also very much aligned on that one. So I don't have the impression I have to fight for this. But indeed, I'm still the only, I think, or one only, only person in the management team that, that doesn't have a, a business development role or a commercial role. And it's a very yeah, normal, of course, in my role. But And I think it's also very important to always keep in mind that it's not client first or employee first. For me, it's really end end. And because if you have happy, employees that are really you know in a position where they can shine also the client will be happy so it's for me it's not really contradicting it's it's as you said it's more like win-win um and sometimes indeed huh, there's some discussion because um yeah we we need to find that win-win and that balance or how can we help a client how can we make sure that also the needs of the consultant are taking into account but i think if we have that in mind that you know happy or um, engaged uh, employee will also make sure that we have happy and engaged um customers then yeah it's one and the same story mm -hmm. so uh, when you when you were talking about uh, i go back a bit uh, when you were talking about the campus recruitment and yeah. you consulted that you were uh, looking at what do you think could be a profile to apply or to be a consultant is there a profile maybe not i don't know let let me know what you think yeah, about it. It's, uh, it's indeed, it, there's not really one um, job description and one set of skills. It's, um, as I said, it's more very often in the attitude, especially uh, of uh, when we talk about campus recruitment and juniors. It's really about that mindset, um, yeah, eagerness to learn and develop. I think that's really a, a given, but also passion for marketing in general. But for some specific marketing topics, it can be a very specialist or it can be a very generalist profile, but really that passion in the sense of being eager to learn and learn more about your topic, being proud of what you do, but also being eager to share with the team. I think that's, we have... At the house marketing people with a lot of different background, um, more something that you expect, some, somebody, some people that have a formal education in marketing, but also some people that trained in as lawyers or that worked in education before. And I think the common denominator is that and eager to share, learn and, and develop. So it's more that type of mindset than really ticking the box of having this and this and this skills. 
and I think that also enables the fact to work uh, project-based. Huh? Um, so as a, as a consultant, uh, we worked very much project-based. So we changed from one client, one project on a regular basis, uh, which is on the one hand super nice because then you learn a lot. Huh? You really learn about new ways of working, new challenges that differ very different clients. On the other hand, you also need to have the agility to uh, find your energy in that huh? because then that means that every yeah, now and then, uh, probably six months on average, you s are set up in a completely different uh, way of working, different team, different challenge. So you need to get energy out of that. So, um, yeah. Yes, so you thank you for uh, all this information. So you really explained the different myths of uh, work-life balance and also the, the kind of mission we can have as a consultant. So I just wanted to clarify because you were talking about some consulting mission, also interim missions, but it's a consulting company. So can you a bit explain more about this? Of course. And it's very much down to uh, the type of question that the, the clients have, have for her. So sometimes the question is, um, what should I do? This is what we call a consulting question, but okay, what's in the name? But what, what is there happening is that typically we develop an approach and we also work on that type of project as a team, calling on experts, either uh, other Tomers or also from uh, other customer collective entities, working together to solve the challenge of the, pro of the client in a very pragmatic, very hands-on way. So that's one type of project. And But sometimes the Client questions so much, what should I do? But more, who help? Uh, and when that's the case, um, this is what clients called interim management mission. This is also then how we call it, interim management mission. Uh, but there it's really, as a consultant, being part of, of the marketing team of our client can be a different level from the more junior to the more senior people, really to support because there's somebody um, that is not there in the team because they're launching something new and nobody ha else has experience, then we can really uh, be part of that team. Now, the way I'm explaining it, it sounds very black-white, it's one or the other. In reality, the, it's very blurred, the frontier between these two, because as a, in an interim management project, it's very important that you keep your hat on as a consultant and that you also change the client, also help them maybe see other ways of working. And this is also something that our clients value actually a lot. So that's why, yeah both on interim project and on a consulting project, we are consultants. And at the same time, also when you work on a consulting project, it's super important that you have this experience of being an manager because that helps to make it very concrete. Huh? It's not that we do the only the, the fancy slide, we can do fancy slide, but we also, um, you know, really interested in the so what because we have the experience from yeah, being on the ground every day. So we can really feel, okay, but what does it mean concretely? What's the action? How can we, you know, make it very tangible and, and impact for the client? Okay, so that that's clear, at least to me, hopefully also to the audience. No, I hopefully. think it's clear. Uh, <laughs> the difference between interim and, and consulting. Um, can you explain a bit how, how do you keep then this consultant hat uh, during an interim project? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it, it starts, you know, the project always come with a very open mind. Huh? It's not that on day one we challenge everything. So we really first want to understand, you know, how things are done, why. Um, but then gradually also um, take the mission to beyond the scope of the project. Also reflect on 
how can I add my value as a consultant? How can I make sure that when I live, there's also a print beyond what, what I've done? And how can I help uh, my manager that I'm working uh, for to, to be stronger? Because then I can bring some insights from other projects I've worked on. I can bring some insight from uh, other colleagues at, uh, at, at the house marketing and really help them to, to grow as a company and grow their, their impact. So this is really, again, in the mindset very much. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's then maybe my explanation. But uh, Emily, I know that you've been working a lot on, on an interim project as well. So maybe you can also share from your experience. Yes, I think we all agree that being in a longer term mission doesn't mean that uh, you don't have a consulting mindset. Mm -hmm. You keep your consulting mindset at every stage of the project. So, so the idea is very much to, to help every consultant at one point to ask yourself, but how did I make a difference at the client lately? Uh, what impact, as you say, impact is a very important word because mm -hmm. that's what we want to bring at the client and that's why they actually choose us uh, because we bring impact. And how can I make sure we continue to dig and to explore new tracks for the, for the client? So by taking the time a bit to zoom out of the project does also give you this consulting mindset again growing and, and asking the right question at the right moment to develop new things. So. We like to call it, because we're all consultants, so we like to call it uh, consulting from within, because we start from within the company. And I think that's make the all consultant as we are, even if we're working at consulting project or interim project, at the end we're all consultant and we bring the same value to the to the client. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if I can add, all, because yeah, it's the weird uh, place of being a host and consultant, <laughs> but... Um, Pretend I to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> But I have the feeling also that, uh, especially on interim projects, you can you you could actually have some sort of consulting project inside your interim project. A bit what what you said, like yeah. you start by understanding. Sometimes you understand that what the client asks for is not actually the real problem. Maybe there is something before this blocking and. Yeah. So um, when you when you start an interim mission, you can be there. Uh, Stephanie said it can be six months you're not going to do the same thing for six months because you are there and you will develop new things. So at the end, it's just not fulfilling the mission and it's always going the extra mile, uh, keeping your marketing fire alive because I think as Stephanie said, it's a win-win for the consultant mm -hmm. and for the client. Um, for the consultant, it brings extra analysis. You can deepen some knowledge, you can start new project, uh, develop some skills. And of course, for the for the client, it's a win-win because he he got all the knowledge and sharing that you have. Because as also Stephanie mentioned, the sharing of the knowledge mm -hmm. is really something that we we think is imp impactful for the client. So, marketing is is moving very fast. So, being an interim mission doesn't mean that you don't you stay at your place. It means that you continue to grow and you can also follow the latest trends uh, in an interim mission. Actually, I have a question for you then, uh, Emily. Can you can you share maybe some tips and tricks as uh, interim consultant? You you did some. Yes, thank you, Jean-Marc. Of course, uh, I have some to share. Uh, but actually, I think it's for consultant on interim mission, but it can be for any marketer in a mm. marketing team. Actually, mm -hmm. so I I had a, a few, but I selected three. So mm. I will start with the first one, which is a bit of a recap. What we said is, keep your eyes open. So always have your eyes open. Uh, it's always something to see, and sometimes you have to step out of your comfort zone uh, in order to uh, to develop new things. So don't be afraid of challenge yourself when you see something, but keep your eyes open is something really, I think, uh, will change a bit your intermission. 
Uh, the second one would be that you're in the driver's seat of your project. So it's not because the mission, the scope is set, that nothing else happens around it. Uh, it's not because you're on the same project or mission for a year, for example, that you will do exactly the same year, the same thing for a year. You can develop new things and you can decide also according to the business needs, of course, uh, to explain or to, or to ask the, the business or the company to develop new project or new mission. So you're really in the driver's seat if you spot an opportunity to, to, to set it or to, to push it to the client. Uh, so that's the second tip. And the third one is be generous. Uh, we spoke about knowledge sharing. I think we need to be generous about knowledge sharing. Uh, that's how we make the impact. Uh, that's how also we, we make sure that when we leave a client, uh, something is there and the company or the client can use it also. So we're not here to last, but we're here to give uh, tools that, that will last. Mm -hmm. So that's a bit the idea. So we, we say that knowledge is power, but knowledge sharing is empowerment. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my last tip. My Instagram ah, quote. Was, uh, so what? The good one. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, do you want to? Oh, difficult anything? to add anything on that. No, I just want to rebound on, on what you uh, you said about um, yeah. Also identify uh, things that where you can have more impact, and I think that's super important. And this is something that I observe, especially with more junior consultants that have the, the job description and and don't dare to actually uh, step away from that. And of course, it's important not to deliver on the expectation of the client. And but then I always tell them, yeah, also dare to color beyond the lines and and to leave your print because as you said, it's it's very much win-win. No? If if you can develop something new and 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 that will. And 99.99% chance that it's also something that really adds a lot of value for the client. So, so yeah, I think the what you just said about just daring is, is a very important one. Mm -hmm. And it's also an, an easy way to learn for yourself and to exactly. develop and step up in how you tackle a project. Uh, no, great. Thank you very much for passing by, Stephanie. Thank really you for nice. the invitation. <laughs> it was a pleasure. We Thank are, you, Emily. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Jean-Marc. Uh, I will ask a question next time. I think it's your turn to <laughs> ask, answer some questions. All right. Well, if you want to, to listen to the next time, the next episode, don't hesitate to, to follow the, the Tomcast on Spotify or Apple Podcast or any platform, really. Um, and you can find also more information about everything that we discussed in the description of this episode um, about the, the topics, but also about the House of Marketing, if you're interested if you have any question, don't hesitate to contact us at podcast at tom.eu. That's podcast at thom.eu. And we will see you the next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.